afternoon for tonight's message. I was really encouraged in my spirit this evening to sing unto the Lord. I haven't sung a lot. I used to sing a lot. I used to lead uh, praise and worship teams and um, several years back I, I got a nodule on my vocal cords that didn't allow me to sing like I used to sing. But I feel God starting to heal in that area when it comes to me singing. And so tonight I was like, well, Lord, what do I want to sing? And I just, you know, I want to keep it simple. You know, there's some songs that, you know, that you raised on and you think about just so simple. And this song I want to sing is Jesus Loves Me. And I want to sing it in English and I want to sing it in Spanish. On this evening. Jesus loves me, this I know, for the Bible tells me so. Little ones who him belong, they are weak, but he is strong. this morning, and I just say, uh, 
this morning, me and my husband was on our way to Kansas City for a graduation. We were trying to leave yesterday, but he didn't get off work in enough time to hit the road, so we said we would leave this morning. Well, we got a little past Andover, and then we started having car problems, and so we turned back around. So that being said, that it wasn't meant for us to go to Kansas City for the graduation. So we thank God that we have wisdom enough to hear when God says no. Instead of keep going and then down the road you broke down. <laughs> so I thank God for, for all of that. And I just ask for your prayers because this Friday I will be leaving. I'll, I will be gone for about two weeks. Um, I'll be going to Jacksonville, Florida on Friday and, and part of a conference down there. And this is my first conference that far traveling to speak. And then after leaving Jacksonville, I will be in Atlanta, Georgia, the remaining part of the time. So I just ask for your prayers and travel mercies as I travel and allow the Lord to use me in his own way. But on tonight, I do have a word from the Lord. And if you'd like to just keep your seat on tonight, because I have several scriptures that I want to come out of on tonight. Um, the first scripture, and I'm going to read these scriptures in the Amplified Version on tonight, uh, but it's going to be out of 1 Peter 5, chapter 5, 6 through 11. And then if you would put your finger at Philippians 4.13. Amen. Amen. 1 Peter 5, 6 through 11. It says, therefore, humble yourself under the mighty hand of God. Set aside self-righteousness pride so that he may exalt you to a place of honor in his service. At the appropriate time, cast all your cares, all your anxieties, all your worries, all of your concerns once and for all at, on him. For he cares about you with the deepest affection and watches over you very carefully. Be sober, well-balanced, self-disciplined. Be alert and cautious at all times that the enemy of yours, the devil, prowls around like a roaring lion, fiercely hungry, seeking someone to devour. But resist him. Be firm in your faith against his attacks, rooted, established, and unmovable, knowing that the same experiences of sufferings are being experienced by your brothers and sisters throughout the world. You do not suffer alone. After you have suffered for a little while, the God of all grace, who imparted his blessings and favor, who called you to his own eternal glory in Christ will himself complete, confirm, strengthen, and establish you, making you what you ought to be. To him be dominion, power, authority, his sovereignty forever and ever. Amen. Amen. And then now if we would go over to Philippians 4 and 13, and I'm going to also read it in the Amplified Version. It says, I can do all things which he has called me to do through him who strengthens and empowers me to fulfill his purpose. 
I am self-sufficient in Christ's sufficiency. I am ready for anything and equal to anything through him who infuses me with inner strength and confidence and peace. Amen. Amen. Today I want to talk about serve God with courageous faith. Serve God with courageous faith. You know, we think about uh, when we first give our lives to Christ, uh, when we first say yes to the Lord or, or we get saved, you know, we think about that, that zeal we have in the beginning. You know, when we just, we're so fresh in it, we, we love the Lord, we love the Lord, and then it seems like as we grow or we walk with him a little longer, our faith begins to, we begin to doubt things when he says that he can do all things. We begin to turn away from his word and begin to look at the things that are around us, our situations, or even to the, in today's time, our world, we have a lot of things going on. And I don't know if you watch the news and just sit for a little bit and watch what is going on in our world. You know, it, it will make you say, hmm, just some of the things that is going on today and some of the things that are being allowed to happen in our world that even me as a child, I think this year I'll be 48, that I never seen come about in our world. Um, so it's, sometimes it's enough that if you keep looking at that stuff, then it'll focus, you'll, it'll have your attention. You know, but one thing that the Lord always tells me in, in, is Proverbs 3, 5, and 6. You know, to trust in me, trust me with all of my heart and lean not to my own understanding, but in all of my ways acknowledge him. Not this was going on on earth, not the president, not this person, but acknowledge him that he will direct my path. So on this week, um, I have some accountability partners that we get together and we keep each other accountable whether it's reading scriptures, whether it's praying together. And so one of my partners this week, I was on the phone and we were reading uh, a, a devotion because every morning, every, every day, we're going to call each other and we're going to pray and we're going to read a devotion, we're going to read God's word and we're going to encourage each other. And so this week on May the 23rd, we were reading out of Jesus Always by Sarah Young uh, out of her devotion. And this devotion kind of just stirred up in me all week long after reading it. Uh, and I wanted to share the devotion on tonight. It says, May the 23rd, when the way just ahead of you seems too difficult, turn to me and say, I can't. But we, you and I, together can. Acknowledge your inability to handle things on your own is a healthy dose of reality. However, this is only one part of the equation because a sense of inaccuracy by itself can be immobilizing. The most important part of the equation is recognizing my abiding presence with you and my desire to help you. Pour out your heart to me. Ask me to carry your burdens and show you the way forward. Now there, that's where I had to stop because this, were, this was an important part to me. 
where God was saying, pour out your heart to me and ask me to carry your burdens and show you the way forward. Don't waste energy worrying about things that are beyond your control. Instead, use energy to connect with me. Seek my face continually. Be ready to follow whatever I lead, trusting me to open up the way before you as you go. Dare to see your inaccuracy as a door to my presence. View your journey as an adventure that you share with me. Remain in close communication with me, enjoying my company as we journey together. And I just wanted to share that devotion uh, because it kind of lines up with where I'm going to go on tonight. Serving God with courageous faith. And here in the last two months, you know, probably before that, God has stretched in my faith beyond uh, what I can see. And everything that he speaks to me every morning is, this is a faith walk. This is a faith walk. This is not about you. This is about me and what I want to do through you. So you have to continue to trust. So I looked up, what does it mean to have courage, to be courageous or have courage? It says, having the strength to face pain and grief. Having the ability to act on one's beliefs despite of danger or dis, uh, disapproval. So, in other words, another word that I could use with courageous or courage is boldness. It's to walk in boldness, even though you can't see your way through. Even though the path is not set before you clearly, and you don't know where you're walking to, but you have you you will have to trust God yes. all the way through. And it reminded me where one time God asked me, He said, Will you trust me? And I said, Yes, I'll trust you. He said, Come out here in the middle of the water. Don't hand, hold on to the handlebars, don't hold on to nothing, but come out here in the middle of the water. Will you trust me? Will you have that courageous faith to trust me? That I won't let your foot slip. Because for me, I would say, Lord, I can't swim. <laughs> I can't swim. So I'm afraid of coming out into that type of water. But knowing that our God, as big as he is, he has your foot, he has my foot all the way through. What is courage in the Bible? Uh, Joshua 1, 6, and 6, 7, and 9. It says, be strong. And of good courage. For to this people you shall divide as an inheritance the land which I sold to their fathers to give them. Seven, only be strong and very courageous that you may observe to do according to the law which Moses, my servant, commands you. Do not turn from it to the right hand or to the left that you may prosper wherever you go. And then nine, I want to skip down to nine. It says, have I com not commanded you? Be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor be dismayed. For the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. And this was, uh, this was a, a, 
a charge to Joshua. This is a charge to Joshua. But here reading this, it seems like God had to tell him three times to be strong and of good courage. Because he said it in verse 6, he said it in verse 7, and then he had to remind him, have I not commanded you to be strong and of good courage? And that's what God is saying to us today, to be strong and of good courage. No matter what the situation is, no matter what you're going through, be strong and of good courage. Courage today matters. Just as it did in the in biblical days, it mattered. So I want to share six ways that you can live out in courage on today. And one just stuck out really big for me. Number one was step out of your comfort zone. I had sent a, a post out this week, uh, one of my texts, and it was talking about comfort zone. And how we walk in our what what's comfortable to us, you know. There's some things that if if it doesn't seem right to us or we don't feel a certain way about it, then we kind of relate it not to be that God is speaking to us. You know, we relate it to it's something else, and we allow our we allow ourselves to stay comfortable when God is trying to pull us up from out of our norm. And, you know, and I'm thinking about when you exercise and you haven't stretched your arms out in a while and you hold them out for a while, they're going to get tired. <laughs> and then you're going to be sore because you haven't moved your arms in a while. You kind of kept them really close to your side and you kept them close in your comfort zone instead of out moving. And so sometimes God gets us moving in directions and down paths that we've never been down before. And sometimes we like, okay, God, this must not be you because you won't have me doing this. But yes, he will, because he's trying to pull you from your old ways of thinking. And I love when Pastor was talking about in Bible study one time when he was talking about that God will unteach you some things, some things that you learn from little up. He will correct you that that wasn't correct and get you right on the right path. So he will get you out of that comfort zone of thinking that is just one way. You know, for me, and I always share this a lot of times, when I went to Bible, when I went to Bible college in 2016, God began to allow me to see his word in different lenses. Because I was only used to one lens. That's the only lens that I read. And I never read other translations until I went there and they opened up and had introduced us to two other ones that I never had heard of, you know, that blessed me. Now, they're one, they're one of my favorite uh, Bible translations. Um, but also, stepping out of our comfort zone, just as Moses and Abraham, and like, they, they stepped out on faith to obey God by leaving their comfort zones, as we too can do the same. While not all of us leave a country or we lead, or we lead a nation, we can lead our families or even ourselves or lead a career to follow God into, into another. Stepping out of your comfort zone. Number two, go the extra mile for others. Hmm. Go the extra mile for others. Can we do this? Can we go the extra mile for others? Or do we have to gain something to help somebody? 
Because the Bible says, give, and it shall be given back to you. Or it's better to give than receive. Right? But a lot of times we won't give unless there's a benefit. You ask somebody, can you help? Well, what, what, what am I getting out of this? What benefits am I going to get out of this by helping? But we have to go the extra mile by helping others. To motivating of, of courage. Always, I'm sorry, motivation of courageous. And always in being love for God for others. God has called us to be courageous so we can serve. There goes that sermon. Courageous so that we can serve. And serving is something that we can still do, whether at home, if we work from home, at work, in our ministries, whether it's uh, volunteering, we can serve others. We can give back to others. Amen? Amen. Number three, make, make bold moves towards goals. Yeah. <laughs> How, much, how many of us believe that some things we have to get up and go after? They're not going to come to our doorstep. And sometimes we wait, like, you know, waiting for them to come. But we have to make bold moves towards goals. Today is a new day. A new, a new day has begun for some of us and is ending for most of us. And a new day is our opportunity to do the things that we didn't get to do on yesterday. So we have a new opportunity. So guess what? You are going to need courageous faith to keep these goals alive. So we must walk in courage as we pursue our goals. Number four, choose faith over fear. This was another one that I had to work with, or God had to work with me, not me had to work with it. God had to work with me on it. Sometimes God might promote us to walk in being generous or giving sacrifice, giving, giving, or doing something fearless in sharing the gospel to a friend or a colleague. See, we don't do that a lot. We used to share. Some of us, we don't share a lot because we don't want to get in trouble or we don't want to stir the boat up. We don't, we don't want to share the Lord with people. But you know what I'm finding out? out is that you don't know where people are at and they might need to hear that word of encouragement and know that they haven't fell, fell too far back. Amen? Amen? Amen. We can walk in the Holy Spirit's power and be courageous as we faithfully obey God's command. Choose faith over fear. Number five, stand for your convictions. The world is full with evil, just as in the days of the Bible. We are still called to stand for our convictions. Nowadays, Christians are still ridiculed for the way of life and persecuted for their integrity. It takes courage to keep walking that way. Amen? Amen. And number six is take risks. Do we still take risks for the Lord? <laughs> or do we, do we count up the costs before we take risks? A life marked with Christ is never completely certain. As long as we are in this world, there will be risks. We take a risk of losing our job. We take a risk of losing if we have a business. 
We take a risk of losing a savings account, a checking account, even our money. We take a risk of losing a friend or even our life at times. We are to take risks knowing that our confidence is in the Lord and not man. Amen. Amen. So going back over those, those six steps was take risks, stand for your convictions, choose faith over fear, move bold, make bold moves towards goals, go the extra mile for others, and step out of your comfort zone. Amen. 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 Um, on la a couple of weeks ago, um, there was something that I ran across while looking through a box of paperwork. And it was one of those oldies but goodies. Um, when I was growing up at New Zion Baptist Church as a young girl, um, Pastor Williams had wrote a motto um, that I found, and it was written in 19... Um, 1993 and about a week and a half ago I put this model up and began to read it every morning and I wanted to share it on tonight as I close um, I have been sharing this with other people because it's just a word of encouragement that's all it is it's speaking life and so I want to share it on tonight as I go to a close it says today I will think like a dynamic servant of God because I am what I think. I am not always what I think I am. I am what I think. I am not what I eat. I am what I think. Clothes do not make the man. Thinking makes the man. Therefore, I will keep my thought processes active and open to the voice of God. God did not call me to a life of failure, but to a life of success. This being so, I cannot fail as long as I do his will, allowing him to work in and through me, motivating my every thoughts, because my God is a big God, and I will think with big confidence, knowing that my thoughts can never be bigger than my God. Today and tomorrow, I will think as the Apostle Paul thought when he said, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me to do all things through Christ. Philippians 4, 13. Amen and amen. So on today, I just want to encourage someone, if God is asking you to do something that you feel like is bigger than you, is larger than you, is wider than you, I encourage you on today to step out. Even if you gotta make baby steps, while you in the process of moving towards his will. Because when he has placed it up on your heart, he is he has placed for you to do this even when you were in your mother's womb before you even came into this world, that you would do the things. And so I encourage you on, on today to trust God with all of your heart. And lean not to your own understanding, like how I'm gonna figure out how I'm gonna work or where the money's coming from, but trust God because his word cannot return void. The promise is there. He said, I shall direct, I will direct your path. Amen. 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 So God bless you on this evening. Amen. Amen.